Hello and welcome to the Korean Beauty Show podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Lee, K-beauty expert, founder of Style Story, where you can shop, learn and explore the world of Korean skincare and the founder of K-beauty brand, Jellico. Welcome back to the show for another week. I hope everyone had a great weekend. I have a few updates there on my front, which I will bring to you later in the week. Uh, because I did have a pretty exciting weekend. But let us first take a look at the latest K-Beauty news headlines. And one thing that I really wanted to share with you guys, because as I was reading it, I was like, this is very strange, (laughs) potentially. I don't know. You'll have to tell me what you think. So Cosmax, who is a big publicly listed company here in Korea that manufactures, uh, they're an ODM and OEM manufacturer, and they manufacture a whole bunch of different stuff. They put out a press release that their small capacity pouches, the kind of things that most other companies normally put out as like sample sizes of their product, well, apparently in Thailand, they are going gangbusters. They've sold 80 million of these little pouches this year and people are using them uh, as like a portable pouch. So basically, whereas here in Korea and in a lot of other markets, people just use them as samples, but it's an actual product category in the Thai market. They've become really popular among Gen Z apparently. And what they do is they like carry them around and you can use them, I guess, like three or four times, but it's like a convenience factor. So they're putting everything in it. They're doing like lotions, creams, sleeping masks, lip tints, shampoo, conditioner, like all of this different stuff in these tiny little pouches. Apparently they have taken off so much that in Thailand, these pouches account for 30% of Cosmax Thailand sales. So I just thought that that was really wild because, I mean, we we have those pouches. We give them out with a lot of outwaters for Style Story. We make them for Jellico. I think we've got we've got four mil pouches available for our bubble tea steam cream. And we've got how many mils do we do for toner? I think maybe two. Uh, and they're really great because you do get to, like, try the product out before you commit to buying the full size so you can work out whether it's a good fit for you or not. But to think that that is, like, an entire product category, it's pretty wild. It's pretty cool. So I wanted to share that with you guys just because I've, I've not heard of this, this before. But there you go. Apparently, in Thailand, that is how people are using these products. Uh, you'll have to let me know. Is this the case where you are as well or is this just a thing that's happening in Thailand? I'm not sure. Uh, First time I've ever heard of it, blew my mind a little bit, but there you go. (laughs) So the other thing that was in the headlines that also caught my attention was the fact that once again, the MFDS, which is Korea's Ministry of Food and Drug Safety, is cracking down on what they call illegal advertising, which is essentially just companies that are making claims about their products that they are not allowed to make. So in this latest round, they were looking at a range of different products, including ones promising whitening effects, changes in wrinkles and skin texture and all of this kind of stuff. 200 cases were detected through a special inspection by the ministry. So basically they were looking at false and exaggerated advertisements, predominantly 
predominantly online in the area of whitening and wrinkle improving functional cosmetics. So just the kinds of uh, pictures that companies are using, uh, exaggerating the effects of using a a product, exaggerating the uh, improvements that you will see in your skin after using it. Uh, And I must say, I'm actually very impressed that they take this so seriously and that they do so many crackdowns. It's one of the things that I lament a little bit about in the Australian case, which is that our TGA just doesn't seem to do this. Like, I see multiple examples every single day of either brands or influencers doing the wrong thing, saying the wrong thing, making therapeutic claims about their products where they're not allowed to do it. And it seems that nothing ever happens to them. Uh, And I guess it frustrates me from the point of view of a brand owner, because I wish I could just say all of these things about my products as well, but like it's not allowed. So it's actually very anti-competitive and it's very unfair because if you've got a whole group of people making claims about their product, saying that, you know, it gets rid of scars and acne and, you know, uh, bacteria and all of these kind of things, and then not uh, supposed to be making those claims you know, about their product, it's actually really, really unfair because everyone else that's doing the right thing has to stick to the allowed claims and then some people just say whatever they want. And the TGA in Australia doesn't really seem to crack down on this, by and large. Like, yes, every now and again they do, but not to the same extent that I see the MFDS doing here. I mean, that's a fair whack of people. That's a fair chunk of people, 200 cases. So, look, I think that's very impressive. If you've got a law there and you've got regulations and you've got guidelines about what you can and can't say about your cosmetic products, I think it's only right that you then need to go and enforce that. So, good on them, I say. I was... I like seeing these kind of articles, I must say, because this is one of the things that really does frustrate me when I see other people doing the wrong thing, because there's nothing you can really do about it. Like, you can't, you're not going to spend, you know, your precious time, spare time, like complaining and writing in, or certainly I don't have that kind of time. But then when I see it happening, I'm just like, that's really frustrating. Like, we spend in our team consecutively a lot of time around this, you know, being careful. Like, sometimes I see stuff go up on our website and I'm like, guys, who wrote this? You're not allowed to say that. We've got to change it. It actually is something that takes time out of our day and certainly my schedule if I see stuff like that. So, yeah, look, that's just me on my little soapbox. But I think if the... if, if the law is there and it's there for a good reason, and in this case the MFDS says that, you know, it, it consumers need to be able to check things and purchase them safely and know what, you know, the product is actually going to do for them. And if people are making claims that aren't allowed to be made, then that needs to be stopped. So, look, there you go. That's, that, that, that's a, a one for the win in my books. Oh, gosh. You can tell I'm a bit passionate about this topic. But anyway, that was in the news headlines this week. All right. Now, the question of the week, and we've actually had a couple of these come through. So it seems to be a thing that people are wondering about. So I thought I might as well just share some of my recommendations on the show. And that is teen skincare. We've had quite a lot of teens emailing through, messaging through, asking for product recommendations for teenage skin. Some people have like, you know, got some products together and they're like, you know, are these any good for teen skin? And in a lot of cases, it's not necessarily that the products are bad for teen skin. It's just that they're not really formulated specifically for teenagers. Uh, And teenagers do have some quite specific skin needs. If you think about 
your own skin when you were a teenager, very oily, often very acne prone. And, you know, you can get breakouts, you can get blackheads, all of those kind of things. That's a typical teenage skin profile. Uh, So when it comes to skincare for teenagers, a couple of things I would say is that you don't really need to jump in with a whole bunch of really full strength, high strength products, retinols and all of that, you know, at at, at the first step. I always think that uh, less is more approach is better and a slowly, gently approach is the way to go. Now, disregard all of this if you are a teen and you have something like severe cystic acne, obviously. That is a medical condition. You need to go and see a dermatologist or a doctor and get um, treated for that. It is a, a medical condition. So it's not something that I would be mucking around with with skincare for too long. And that I have a very good reason for saying that, and that is acne scarring. If you do leave it too long, you risk permanent scarring. And take it from me as someone that has acne scarring, it is just almost impossible to ever get rid of completely. And to try and get rid of it, you will spend far more time and money than you would have if you had just, you know, sort of tackled it in the first instance. That's one of the things that makes me the most, I guess, sad when I think back on myself is how much time my mum and I wasted doing things that just didn't work. Um, I remember my mum had the best of intentions. She took me to a friend who was um, a skin therapist and had, you know, treatments and stuff like that with her for probably about six months months and by the time that failed my my acne was already much much worse and then it was you know months and months of antibiotics none of that worked and it just got progressively worse so by the time we'd finally gotten my acne under control the scarring was quite bad so I don't think that acne is necessarily something I would muck around with as a teenager But if you do just have normal skin, uh, a little bit like, you know, normal for a teenager, it's oily, you get a couple of pimples, uh, you've got blackheads and things like that. We've actually put together a set that contains some products that we think are perfect for teenagers. It's the teen skincare set. I will pop a link to that. This is just a nice basic routine. It's not like a 15 step thing with a whole lot of, you know, different products. It's got some pimple patches in there. It's got some nice gentle cleansers and some products just to help calm the skin and keep it nice and mattified. I don't think you need to go in there with a whole bunch of different stuff though. I think that that's just um, probably not necessary and probably also not that helpful. Um, Sunscreen is the big one that I would say, particularly if you are going on any kind of medication for your skin. Sunscreen, sunscreen, it's so important. A lot of the anti-acne medication and drugs and things like that will make your skin more sensitive to the sun. So just be very careful about that. Make sure you follow doctor's advice, your dermatologist's advice. Um, When you are going on that medication, stay out of the sun and do all of the things that they suggest, you know, um, particularly around drinking. I know drinking when you're a teenager can be one of those things a lot of people experiment with, but a lot of those medications are a big contraindication because they can actually harm your liver as well. So just be careful about all of that kind of stuff. Um, But if you just have normal teen skin, then that is honestly what I would recommend is just some uh, a nice bunch of just, uh, you know, gentle products to help you along with your journey. Now, 
One thing that I do have for you that I think you might be interested in if you do love uh, shopping for K-Beauty is that it is our end of financial year sale at the moment. So we have huge discounts on a lot of our different products. We have a whole range of buy one, get one free offers. Uh, if you are not an Australian and you are going, what is this? What is the financial year? I've never heard of that. It's basically a thing that we do in Australia. So a lot of countries run their financial year concurrently to the actual year. So it starts in January and ends in December. And that's the case in Korea um, and a lot of other countries. But in Australia, we're like, look, at the end of the year, everyone has a million different things to do. It's Christmas. It's summer holidays in Australia. No one wants to be doing their tax and their filings and their stock counting in the middle of summer in Australia. So we have a thing called the financial year, which runs from the 1st of July to 30 June the next year. So 30 June is the year that we close our books. And it's very common for a lot of different places to have sales. And the reason is everyone's trying to clear out inventory before the financial year ends, because once it ends, you need to count it all. And that is really annoying when you have heaps of excess stock on hand. So you are basically doing us a favor by taking our stock off our hands before the end of the financial year. That's basically how it works. Uh, if you've never heard of that term before in Australia, we often call it EFS, which basically just stands for end of financial year sale. So go and check out our EFS offers. We've got a whole bunch of different stuff. Uh, I'm sure you'll find some products that you absolutely love. I can see some of our listeners have already got in there very sneaky. Uh, <laughs> I recognize a couple of names that have popped up. So hopefully you will get your new products and love them as well. And thank you for helping us not have to count them at the end of the financial year. Okay, now speaking of new products, so we have had a couple of new releases uh, in the, over the last month or so. I haven't got a chance to introduce all of them, but Buy Wish Trend is a new brand for us on the site, and we have two of their really popular products that have just launched on our site. The first one is their Pure Vitamin C Advanced Serum, 21.5% of Pure Vitamin C, which if you ask me, is on the very, very high end. So this will be a better product for people that are not beginners. If you've tried a bunch of different vitamin C serums, you know how your skin reacts uh, and you enjoy using them, then this is a good one for you. If you're someone with a lot of sensitivities who can have product reactions, I personally think that 21.5% is probably too high. It's quite high. If you are wanting to mess around with the product at this high of a percentage, please do your patch testing first. Uh, but in general, uh, with a concentration like this, you will see really, really great results uh, on things like your spots, redness. Uh, it can help with the appearance of fine lines, improving your overall skin tone and texture. So they're a very good addition to most skincare routines, but not everyone needs to use a vitamin C serum. And I think if you do fall into that more sensitive end of the end of the spectrum, you might be one of those people that you just, you know, better to avoid them. But this is a very nice option if you are looking for something like that. It also has 70% vitamin tree water as well. Uh, the second of their products that we have is their 
mandelic acid skin prep water. Now, this is another uh, low irritant exfoliator. Uh, it has a bunch of different ingredients, the key being obviously the 5% of mandelic acid. Other ingredients that you might like include panthenol, centella asiatica, and beta glucan, which are all lovely and moisturizing, could help soothe the skin. Uh, so this one, is recommended for people who are struggling with acne-prone skin, pores, dullness, anything like that. Uh, and mandelic acid, if you're not familiar with it, it's a type of AHA, so an alpha-hydroxy acid. But this is one of the ones that has a large molecular size, so they're generally considered to be better uh, because they cause fewer irritation to the skin. So one of the better ones for sensitive skin. Obviously, your mileage may vary. Not everyone with sensitive skin can use acids, uh, particularly if you do have like an underlying skin condition. Uh, but if you are looking for a product like this, this one is now up and already on the Style Story website it is very popular. Uh, this is a popular brand, actually. So go and check them out. I think if you are a fan of Paula's Choice skincare, that you will probably like By Wish Trend. I think they make a very similar style of products. That's just my personal opinion. But I think if you like one, you'll probably like the other. Uh, and don't forget that 1% from the sale of the profits from this product and any of the products on Style Story go towards our pledge for one percent for the planet so that you can share your love of beauty with the planet every time you shop with us all right now we've also had another review left for the show so i'm going to read that one out this is uh, from and i hope i'm saying this right mad panda 04 uh, who left her review saying my new fave i'm a recent subscriber but i've been listening to one to two a day and absolutely loving the info and discussions i'm a 34 year old mum with mixed asian skin and i always struggled with acne and combination skin i mean Immediately fell in love with K-Beauty back in 2012, but it was so difficult to get it in Canada and I was resolved to get back into Western brands. However, now I have so much access to so many brands and it's overwhelming. I thought about seeing if anyone was talking about K-Beauty products and luckily found this one. I've enjoyed every podcast I've listened to so far and can't wait to hear more. Thank you for making my hot mum walks and doing the dishes so much more enjoyable. I can't wait to dive back into K-Beauty again. Thank you so so much for sharing your thoughts and oh my gosh yeah I can imagine 2012 that would have been hard to get your hands on the products for sure if Canada was anything like Australia back in 2012 it was really really difficult I think now we've, we're at the opposite end of the spectrum where, where it's almost too much choice overwhelming amounts of choice uh, so I'm happy to hear that you're picking up some pointers listening to the show if you haven't already left your review but you would like to or you you know uh, have had any benefit from the show you picked up a new trick or two please I would love for you to leave a review share what it is that you've been enjoying uh, so that I can make more episodes like that for you <laughs> all right now for this week we I'm going to be back to sharing um, one of my favorite segments which is why did you buy this where we ask our customers why they bought a particular K-beauty product. Uh, the reason this is a personal favorite of mine rather than just the straight reviews is because people tend to be very short sharp to the point and sometimes brutally honest. So one of our customers shared why she bought D'Alba's peptide repair cream and she said 
needed a new cream to try. So very good reason. Uh, I hope she's enjoying that one. Uh, one of our other customers shared that her reason for buying Jellico's Cherry Blossom Sleeping Mask was that she previously purchased it and love it. So very good reason to buy um, any product. I guess you've tried it before and you like it. The last one was from one of our customers who purchased Jellico's Cherry, uh, the, the mask brush that a lot of people buy with the with the sleeping mask and indeed she said she bought it because it's helpful with applying the sleeping mask so all very good reasons to buy products Uh, thank you to everyone who did share their reviews I am going to finish it up here this week Uh, sorry today I will be back in your ears because I want to share a little more about a very special event that happened over the weekend so I will be back in your ears for that until then I will see you on Style Story. 